Hey, what's up? It's DeHoff. I'm out here on Radio Row for Super Bowl 58. I guess it's more of a media row, but uh, either way, I'm here. I found this little nook. I'm kind of in the background of a whole bunch of stuff that's going on, and it's kind of cool. I got a little prize wheel in front of me. I got this transparent shelf that has a bunch of football helmets on it, and people are coming up, taking pictures of it, not realizing I'm in the background, and then I'm basically photobombing them. So it's fun. <laughs> they're going to look at it later, and they're going to freak out. They're going to be like, oh, my God, it's a ghost. Nope, 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 just some creepy media guy. Uh, but hopefully you guys are having a good day. Hopefully you've had a chance to listen to some of the interviews I was able to get this week. Um, I, I had the opportunity to talk to Mike Pritchard, former Denver Bronco, former CU buff, uh, just a legend in, in my mind, and as well as Ryan Harris. Never had a chance to talk just in general to Ryan Harris for more than, say, 30 seconds to a minute, and he was kind enough to sit down and talk with me, and that was a lot of fun. Good dude. Good freaking dude. Hilarious, too. I was a little nervous talking to him because he's just, I don't know, he's just, he's just funny. And, and sometimes you just don't know uh, how athletes are going to be. And he, he's just a good all-around guy, so I'm glad that I was able to sit down and talk with him. I've had several people reach out to me and say that that was their favorite interview that they've heard from Radio Row, so that is a big compliment. You're not going to hear very much football talk in that, if any at all. And you know what? That's just the way I like to do it. I like to talk to people and just have real conversations with them. Also had a chance to sit down and talk to Nick Ferguson, who is a fashion bitch. <laughs> he's, a, he's a fashion bitch. He loves looking good. And uh, I saw him today again, and he's just like, uh, we really got to do something with your wardrobe. Because as of right now, I'm wearing blue jeans and a Bigfoot shirt. <laughs> I am dressed to impress. Oh, then add on a worn out to huff on censored hat that used to be black, but now it's just like a faded gray. <laughs> Something like that. It's horrible. Hey, listen, merch isn't cheap. <laughs> so I'll save up some money and one of these days I'll get some new merch, especially cool hats. But Anyway, talked to him. That was great. But I got to tell you this. I told DMAC this this morning when I was on his podcast. But I, I, this has never happened to me before. But I guess it was the stress of a long week. And just the mind-numbing sound that just radiates from the media row. I go to, I, I talked to Nate Jackson we're talking for about 20 minutes before I got a chance to sit down and talk, talk with him behind a microphone. He did something, then he came back, and then I did the interview. Well, as I'm starting the interview, I forgot his name. I used to work with him, and I forgot Nate Jackson's name. How in the hell? I'm, I'm guessing it's just all the sounds and just the the fatigue from Radio Row that just made my brain just take a dump on itself. So the first, like, say, four minutes, I, I forgot who he was. 
I knew he played for the Broncos. I knew he used to be my coworker, but I forgot his fucking name. It sucked. I felt so bad. Then all of a sudden, he said something like, you, for, you haven't mentioned who I am yet. And I was like, I know. I'm trying to get people to guess. <laughs> Awkwardly. And then finally it just pops in my head. I'm like, Nate Jackson. <laughs> Shit. I never. He's going to find out today because I told Big Mouth DMAC. <laughs> I say that in a loving way. Um, DMAC's obviously going to tell him and probably play back the audio of me saying that I forgot Nate Jackson's name. So that's, that's going to be embarrassing, but hey, it's the truth. And you guys, you guys know me. I'm all about being upfront and honest. Now, I could have told Nate that I forgot his fucking name, uh, but I just wanted to, I was embarrassed. Okay, I was embarrassed. Okay. But it's funny because when I was talking to DMAC, he's like, hey, have you busted out any of your characters on Radio Row? And I haven't because some of the people probably most of them, don't actually have senses of humor out here. <laughs> so the only one that I could probably do it to is somebody like, say, a Schlereth or maybe a Vic Lombardi, guys that I know have a sense of humor, and I know that they would get what I'm talking about. If I just tried to drop Sean Connery on somebody, be like, hello there, my name's Sean Connery or Connery de Huff, and I banged your mom last night, they'd be like, my mom's been dead for 10 years, you son of a bitch. I was like, well, you know, Connery's dead too, if that makes you feel any better. They're probably banging on the doorstep of heaven. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that would go over very well. So I haven't busted them out. And I, when I was walking on the strip in Vegas, which when you go outside of the Mandalay Bay area, it's normal Vegas. But as you get to Mandalay Bay, it is just chaotic, very congested. And I imagine, today's Friday as I, I record this, I imagine by tonight and tomorrow, more and more people are gonna be here and it's just gonna be a clusterfuck. But that being said, you guys know this, in my previous episodes, I've been saying that I believe that this was gonna be a nightmare and a clusterfuck. But as of right now, it hasn't been. I think Vegas has done a good job. It may end up being my top place when I say, when, when you think about what the Super Bowl is and all the events are, it might be the perfect place for a Super Bowl. I don't mean that it needs to be here every year, but it definitely needs to be in the rotation. That's assuming that everything goes without a hitch through the Super Bowl. So we'll see. It, it, Friday night and Saturday are going to be a big test for the city and the people. So if you're coming out here, just come on. Don't be one of those douchebags that screws it up for everybody else. Everybody's been pretty, pretty nice out here. The, the only people that are really rude out here are the media members because they're, they're just, they tend to be a little bit high on themselves. Not all of them. Just a good amount of them. Enough where you're just like, why aren't you holding the door open for somebody? But then, but then you know, two minutes later, you see other people holding the door. But there's, there's certain people out here, there's major fucking dicks. <laughs> and you're like, dude, come on. Be nice. And speaking of being nice, I do have to give 
a big, big thank you to the folks over at Altitude 92.5. Jesse Trujillo and Vic Lombardi stepped up and saved the day for me. I told you about those interviews I had. Well, those wouldn't have been able to happen if it weren't for Altitude 92.5 in Denver because they, they saved me because my equipment that I was supposed to be using that would be able to have two microphones connected, one of the channels on it broke. I was going like this. It looks like I'm jerking somebody off uh, for people passing by that don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, the channel... The channel, one of them broke, and I'm like, oh shit, I can't, what am I gonna do? Because I'm out here with Mile High Sports, and they're kicking butt, taking names. They got tons of interviews. I'm not gonna be able to squeeze in there and do a show. So anyway, I, I went over there and asked Altitude, and without blinking an eye, they're like, absolutely, we're done at this time. It's all yours. Here's the equipment. You know, they taught me how to use it in like five seconds because I'm like a goddamn uh, savant. <laughs> no, it's actually really easy. <laughs> it is really easy. So uh, I decided to do that, and and they were so cool, and that's how I got my interviews done. It was a lot of, lot of big thanks goes out to them. I, I, I can't thank them enough. They was really cool. And it goes to tell you, uh, you know, it's... I'd rather have friends than enemies, and that's a good example of it. They're, they just came in clutch for a friend, and I will forever be grateful to them because it, it was neat. It was so cool. They didn't have to do that. They could have been dicks and be like, oh, sorry, man, our boss, who won't let us do it. No, they're like, no, let's do this. So it, it was really neat, really neat. Uh, you know, I've got a chance to kind of run into a lot of people out here and a lot of people that I only see when I come out to these events. I'll tell you one thing that was really cool that I haven't talked about on the other episodes is Bounty, you know, the paper towel, it's out here. And every day, I want to say twice a day, they serve wings, bone-in wings. They just give it to us. And it's all for promotion. Really cool really cool so i've had wings every single day this week i i will say this i'm usually a boneless wing thanks to bounty paper towels i'm more of a bone-in wing kind of guy now as long as they're they're dry i don't i don't like getting nasty fingers okay fuck off don't judge me okay that being said, I still appreciate a good uh, boneless wing, which is a glorified chicken nugget with sauce, and that's okay. But I thought that was really cool. Unexpected surprise. They really, Bounty really just ended up feeding uh, all of media for this week with wings. It's just something I wasn't expecting. You always wonder what they're going to, who's going to step up and provide the food because it's Vegas. It's expensive. I had a Two BLTs out here that I had to pay for. Guess how much that, that two BLTs cost me? $70. Now, there's French fries with them, okay? And one time I got a soda with one. The total spent 70 bucks. That's, that's ugh, fucking annoying. But that's Vegas. You got to expect to spend some money. I only gambled that one time. 
and you know I don't have a desire to lose any more money <laughs> I don't so it's gonna be uh, interesting to see if I can uh, get any more you know interviews today before I head to the airport I did see Tom Segura out here along with his buddy uh, Bert Kreischer. Is it Kreischer? The guy that is the machine. Uh, this is what pisses me off. Not one freaking media member yelled, the machine! Because of his bit that he was famous for where he was in um, Russia and they nicknamed him the machine. Because it, like, it was like... Like, so, like the one word or something that he knew. I can't remember the, the full bit. But they ended up making a movie about it, which I'm going to download after I do this so I can watch it on the flight home. But I'm very disappointed in the media because they probably don't know. Right? How sad is that? So I know he's out here pushing his vodka along with Tom. Tom seems like he's a little rough around the edges. Like he, he doesn't seem approachable. Like he seems a little bit irritated like this is his job like mm, I just got to go out here tell some jokes shake some hands and then I want to get the fuck out of here whereas Bert is going around and just be like hey man how's it going high five the party goes wherever he goes type of thing like he seems like a cool dude to hang out with whereas uh, Tom seems like he may have pooped his pants <laughs> also Tom scares me he looks like that he could just throttle me Bert could do it too no question, but like Tom seems like he just is a guy that would just snap and just you know break my face, make it indented. So uh, I say that I've never actually had a conversation with either of them, so uh, I'm just being a dick, a judgmental dick. I'm basically looking at somebody and just you know making decisions on who they are as a person. But it, it, it's a lot of fun out here, didn't go as as bad as I thought it would. I came in here with low expectations for Vegas, but they blew it out of the water. We'll hopefully, fingers crossed, that everything goes well going forward. Uh, the parties have been great. I haven't gone to too many, but the ones I have have been just phenomenal. Got to drink some great tequila with Suavecito, which you can buy anywhere in Colorado all liquor stores have it and it's pretty fucking awesome they have like a leather label and it's like hand sewn together with like a leather strap type thing it's freak I got I drank the Anijo I think that's how you say it it was really good real smooth smooth to the point where now I would rather get a bottle of Suavecito now keep in mind they're not a sponsor but I'd rather get a bottle of Suavecito and drink that than whiskey. I know, seems bizarre and blasphemous, but it's the truth. It was really good. So when I go home, I'm going to have to go invest in some Suavecito because it's delicious. But great people met the owner of Suavecito and hung out with the guys with the final word. And they had a blast out here. They were just like giddy little nerds out here like because everything was brand new to them. So it, that was kind of fun to see. I'm glad that they came out here and crushed it. They got a lot of great interviews, so make sure you tune in on Sunday to their show on Mile High Sports 98.1. And they're going to be ripping through 
I, listen, guys, if you're listening, you can bump my my interview out and just do all all the other ones you got. It does not matter if I air, but they got some really good guests. They had a lot of fun, met a lot of cool people, but uh, it, it's been good out here. I, I, listen, if I'm going to give it a rating out of 10, I would say as of right now, it's, it's in, see, eight and a half, eight and a half. Not bad. That's not bad. I've seen more. Worse. It's not like a Minnesota, which is a three. Okay, there we go. So it's definitely worth it as I'm photobombing people. Look, hold on, I got my camera. See, see, photobombing. And they have no idea I'm behind them. <laughs> I should pull my wiener out. What? No, no, stop it. I can't believe you said that. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining the show. I'm, I told you I'm going to see if I can grab some more stuff before I leave. But otherwise, I guess Denver is going to get hit with some snow. Hopefully, it's not too bad. Because uh, the last thing I want to do is get stuck at an airport. I do not want that to happen. But uh, I guess, I guess Vegas would be okay to get stuck at. I just don't want to have to pay for a fucking room. I don't. I don't. Also, I might have a flat tire when I get back to Colorado because as I was parking at Canopy Parking, the parking lot apparently was just riddled with horrible, horrible potholes. And it's dark out, poorly lit, and all of a sudden, boom, just smacked my front end. I'm like, are you kidding? Now, just before that, my tire light came on, so I don't know. I'm expecting that I might have a flat tire and by the time I get in, it's going to be almost midnight. And that's the last thing I want to do is, with our snow, be changing a fucking tire at, at, at night. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. L listen, I'm complaining. That's all I do. Complain, complain, complain. Anyway, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for supporting this show. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. Those guys, are, all of you guys are great, but... Let's be honest. You guys, you guys that listen are amazing. I just ran into somebody out here that listens to the podcast, and she's just like super giddy. So uh, it, it's a lot of fun. I really appreciate each and every one of you guys. I'm one of the few. I think there's only two podcasts out here, and I'm one of them. So that's that's really neat. I'm very proud of what this has become, and I'm proud that it's been ranked the number one comedy podcast in Colorado. I'm just humbled by it, but you guys have an amazing day. Continue to move forward. I'll talk to you next time.